Welcome back to another episode of Mission in 5 podcast, where we ask five simple questions to everyday ministry practitioners to learn more about who they are as people and where they see God moving in their local communities. I'm your host, Greg Mamula. Well, welcome back to Season 2 of Mission in 5 the podcast. Last time we spoke with Larry Harvey and Andy Springer, the pastoral team at First Baptist Church Hastings. They shared about their unique dialogue preaching method where they co-preach sermons in a conversational manner. And they also talked about how two Baptist congregations became one in recent months. So be sure to go back and listen to this conversation and the many other engaging conversations we've had over the last few months. This week, my guest is Aaron Sprock from the First Baptist Church and Kenwood Chapel in Shadron, Nebraska. Aaron has deep Wyoming and Nebraska roots. He is originally from Casper, Wyoming, but he graduated high school in Shadron. He left the area to become a graduate of the University of Wyoming and eventually Denver Seminary before returning to Shadron to pastor First Baptist Church, the same congregation his uncle pastored in previous years. He is married to his wife, Crystal, and together they have four children. First Baptist Church and Kenwood Chapel recently partnered with the American Baptist Home Mission Society short-term mission program to volunteer in the Rebuild, Renew, Restore ministry Um, in hurricane-ravaged Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico is a U.S. territory and one of the 34 official American Baptist Church's USA regions, just like Nebraska. Puerto Rico is home to 25,000 American Baptists comprising of 113 ABC congregations. They also are host to nine different mission agencies. Pastor Aaron is going to share a little bit about his ministry at First Baptist Church and Kenwood Chapel and also tell us a little bit about his recent mission trip to Puerto Rico. Well, welcome to the show, Pastor Aaron. I appreciate you taking a little bit of time to speak with us today. Glad to be here. Very good. Well, as you know, our format is easy enough. We ask five simple questions to ministry practitioners like yourself to learn more about who you are and where you see God moving in your community. So let's just dive right in. Uh, Question number one is always, who are you? Tell us a little bit about yourself. I am Aaron Sprock, and I'm currently the pastor of First Baptist Church in Shadron, Nebraska. Um, Part of just my background is I'm a Wyomingite. I was born and raised in Wyoming and Casper for the first 16 years of my life and greatly enjoyed uh, the cowboy state, that's for sure, and then (laughs) um, moved from um, Casper to Shadron, Nebraska, just to be closer to some of my family. Um, During that time um, in Wyoming, um, I lost my father to cancer, and so family has always been important, and so we moved closer just to be able to be with family there. And um, Shattern was a wonderful time. As a 16-year-old, I wasn't too keen on moving away from all of my friends and Casper, but right. turned out to be a wonderful blessing from God. That's for sure. So, and, um, so graduated from, uh, Shatter, Nebraska and, uh, did a really wonderful thing of picking my major by whatever class was easiest and <laughs> attended, uh, attended Shattern State College for one year. Okay. And, um, they, uh, when I went to go register for the class that I thought was the easiest, which was political science, I didn't even have to open a book the entire semester. I just was able to get all of that stuff taken care of. And so um, I went to the registrar's office and they said, 
Well, unfortunately, you are going to have to go somewhere else if you want to complete this major because uh, next year we are dropping political science as a major. So, uh, okay. Uh, so I was like, okay, that's good, and um, still wanted to be a political scientist. And then I um, went to the University of Wyoming just because I still had friends from church camp that were going there. Okay. And um, just uh, God led me there, and it was a wonderful thing because just kind of crazy to think about. But my wife was actually supposed to attend Shadron State College on a track scholarship, okay. um, but she blew out her knee, oh, and no. so she could not could not do that. And so instead of going to Shadron State, where I was, um, she went to the University of Wyoming, where I was as well too. So just a cool way to see. God's hand at work and all of that stuff too. So now was she your um, wife then, girlfriend, somebody you just knew? Uh, no, I didn't even didn't even know her at oh. that point. Time. No, didn't didn't even know her. So, okay. Um, we met in um, our my junior year, her sophomore year of uh, college. So in, in Wyoming, actually, it was my yeah in Wyoming. So okay. My so it was actually my sophomore year. And her her sophomore year as well too. So okay. that's what it was. But yeah. So and then uh, graduated from the University of Wyoming with a political science degree. Um, didn't really know what I was going to do with that. Kind of thought I might work for some organization like the Christian Coalition or something like that. And as I got some internships and just some meetings with some people, just really saw that that's not where God was calling me. And so. Okay. Um, had a pa- had a pastor in Laramie that just said, "Why don't you just think about ministry?" and helped kind of mentor me through that process of just thinking about ministry. So then went to Denver Seminary and uh, graduated with a MDiv with an emphasis in leadership. Um, spoke a little bit about my wife. I'm married uh, to my wife. Her name is Crystal. She is from Wyoming as well too, and. Um, we have four kids, a uh, 13-year-old daughter, a uh, 10-year-old daughter, a uh, 6-year-old daughter, and a 2-year-old son. So All right. that's kind of who I am. <laughs> well, very good. So, wow, yeah. That's a really well-rounded introduction. So appreciate that. Yes. <laughs> so um, as we mentioned earlier in kind of the, the introduction that you are now pastoring at First Baptist Church in, in Shadron, um, there's also a partner ministry there with uh, Kenwood Chapel, and so um, that, how did that come to be? How did you become pastor of a church that you even attended as a, as a teenager for a while? Yeah, that's kind of a neat story, that's for sure. I um, was pastoring at a conservative Baptist association church in Brush, Colorado. That was the first church that I was pastoring at right out of seminary, okay. and after about um, six to seven years, just decided to be able to look into trying to get back into the American Baptist family. I had uh, tried um, to be able to do that the first time, but just didn't work out, and so I uh, wanted to be able to get back into the American Baptist family, and so opened my profile up and um, had interviewed at a couple churches uh, in Wyoming, and neither of them worked out, and then all of a sudden, um, I got a call from Robin Stoops, and he said, would you be interested in this church in Shadron, Nebraska? And I was like, I know that church. I went to that church. <laughs> <laughs> and um, kind of the same thing 
that happened with um, uh, with the church search group, uh, the pastoral search committee. They uh, had had a couple pastors come in, and uh, one decided not to come, and one they did not invite, and then um, my profile showed up, and actually my cousin, or I had two two of my cousins were on the search committee, and they were like, yep, we know him pretty well. So it just kind of worked out that way, and God uh, brought our family from Brush, Colorado, up to Shatter. So. Now, when you were growing up in Casper, did you attend the, the ABC church there? Yes. My family and I started going to Bethel Baptist Church, uh, and um, a couple of years um, after my uh, dad passed away, um, they had a youth group at the First Baptist Church there, and so mm-hmm. we started attending the First Baptist Church. So, yes. Yeah. Right. So. yeah, was um, was Susie Ford there at the time, or was that a different time? No, a different, that was at that time. Susie Ford was the pastor that was um, there while we were attending, yes. Yeah, so, very yeah. cool. Susie yeah. and I have lots of... Uh, Lots of good memories with camp and just church and lots of different things. So, yep. <laughs> That's cool. So. All right, so now you're pastoring uh, First Baptist and um, there in Shadron. Had some experience there, family connections, uh, a lot of good stuff's happening. Um, what are some of your hobbies when you're not doing ministry, when you're not uh, actively engaged in pastoral work, which is probably never, given <laughs> given the way that most pastors live their lives, but... Um, what are you into? Um, I like to golf during the summertime, which uh, unfortunately in western Nebraska it doesn't last all that long. But <laughs> um, I do like to golf, and right. then are you good? Um, um, no, <laughs> I'm not. But that's okay. All right. So um, the nice part about Shadron's course is it doesn't have too many trees and it doesn't have too much water, so I can usually find where I'm going. But just like western um, Nebraska. <laughs> Yes, that's right. <laughs> and um, so I enjoy golfing, um, enjoy um, frisbee golfing, or um, probably would be in trouble with people that uh, uh, actually frisbee golf because I think it's really called disc golf. But oh, So I yeah, enjoy doing right. that. <laughs> um, enjoy doing that as well. And then lots of my hobbies right now are kind of wrapped up with um my kids as well. I coach their softball teams and basketball teams and like to go and watch my daughter, um, my middle school daughter, play basketball and she's on a few travel teams and things like that too. So Very good. those are a lot of my hobbies there. Yep. Alright. Well, let's talk about the, the ministry side then. Um, what's going on at First Baptist Church and, and in Shadron? And then um, after we talk about that for a few minutes, I, I want to hear about your trip to, recent trip to Puerto Rico. So let's start with uh, ministry at First Baptist Church in, in Kenwood Chapel. So uh, we've uh, been there, um, been ministering here for about six years now, almost six years, and uh, just uh, been able to see a lot of growth in some different ways. We've uh, started some small groups that we started when we were first there, and those have really um, found a good way to develop community in mm. some different places. and. Um, we're actually in this point where um, those small groups have kind of started to, um, uh, we're a smaller church and so a lot of people know each other and so um, as a result of that just have kind of lost their importance into the focus of the community and so we're trying to figure out some different ways to be able to 
re-energize that. And okay. I know one of the things that um, one of the things that we've looked at is um, even your um, uh, welcome to the table um, initiative, and we're kind of digging into that to see if maybe that could be another way to just do something different because you can only you know watch videos and gather together. I think for so long, and stuff. right? And right. So this will be this will be good for us to maybe dig into the community and build our community as a church um, a little bit more. So we're looking into doing that. Um, we have a pretty neat youth group with, um, you know, on most Sundays, we probably only have somewhere between five to ten kids um, attending, but then on uh, Wednesday night, we probably have somewhere between 20 to 30 wow. come. And the neat part about that is, is um, we just bought a new van because it's just the way in which we pick up kids we probably pick up sometimes between five to 12 kids um, on a on a wednesday just driving through town and picking Mm -hmm. them up and um so it's been a neat outreach there to not only get to know the kids but also to get to know their parents and so obviously it's that time of year so we're getting ready for a christmas program for that and really looking forward to that because that's always a really fun time well what do you do in your christmas program um, change it up kind of every year. Sometimes we have plays and sometimes we have, um, um, some songs and things. And so this year, um, we have three levels. We have a, a kindergarten to, um, about third grade group and then a fourth grade to about middle school group and then a middle school, high school group. And they're all doing some songs and singing some songs and then they're kind of taking ownership of it and, writing some plays or just picking some plays that they wanted to be a part of, and then they will uh, do that for the program. So it'll be neat to see how that turns out since they're the ones they got to pick their stuff. So okay. That's cool. So, Pretty neat. So, and uh, then the, some of the other things that um, just as far as ministry to the church, um, I uh, personally and a few other people from our church are pretty active with our FCA group, and we have mm. probably about, um, we probably have about um, 60 middle schoolers that will come to wow. FCA. Um, wow. and, and so, and where's that hosted at? Get to, um, the, the, the blessing is, is right now we get to be able to be in the um, middle school in the kitchen, oh, um, okay. in their FCS kitchen, and so it's hosted on site there, which is nice. So, yeah. Yep. Well, that's quite a bit. Yeah, I think, yeah, quite a few things to be able to be involved in. So, but it's been fun. So, well, very good. Um, well, I I know that. Um, so so like we mentioned in the introduction, um, you and a group of people connected to your church uh, recently went to Puerto Rico at the beginning of November uh, to be part of the rebuild, renew, restore uh, short term mission trip there, and so. I, Maybe just tell us a little bit, how did you guys come to want to do that? And then tell us a little bit about your trip. So um, I don't know why, but when I saw the um, kind of destruction and devastation of that hurricane, I was always just drawn to that. And our church um, was really excited to join and be a part of that um, first offering that American Baptist churches did. And um raised so much money for that. And I don't know why it always stuck in the back of my mind. And, yeah. Um, we were talking with our men's group. We have a men's group that meets once a month called 
building men of faith. And one of the things that we do is we just, if there's any projects that we know of in the church, we just go out and we'll fix somebody's roof or, you know, do some sort of maintenance project either Mm -hmm. around the church or around the community. And so we kind of brought up about the fact that we've got quite a few people there that are gifted as painters and carpenters and different things that God has gifted them with. And would it be interesting to see how we could put a mission trip to Puerto Rico together? And then um, they came out and got the email for from the American Baptist. I believe it's the home mission. Is that right? That's yes, yeah. that. That's the ABHMS. And yeah, and um, said, you know, with the offering and with how much they raised, which I think was pretty close to like one point two million dollars, which was amazing to see the body price. And um, you can take a mission trip to Puerto Rico and your food, your lodging and all of that, and even the materials needed to do the projects would all be provided as long as you pay $150 per person. And you're like, I mean, you can't really beat a mission trip for that price. Right. So, so it was $150 uh, so we, a person to go? Yes, yeah, so $150 a person for your food and for your lodging and then for the supplies. You have to be able to obviously buy your ticket okay. down there okay. and then also... Um, rent a car, but um, because Puerto Rico is a territory, um, the flights are really cheap. I mean, Southwest will fly out of there, and they're pretty, you know, pretty reasonable tickets. But even the United flights that were flying into there were really reasonable as long as you planned beforehand, right. you know, to be able to to buy them. And so um, we had ended up with seven people going, and I think our total price for the entire mission trip um, and we tried to be able to raise um, some funds for the rental car and all of that kind of stuff was um, right at uh, right under $5,500 for seven wow. people to go. And so, I mean, for a mission trip, that's not bad at all for seven yeah. people to go. So, and um, our church has always been amazing and blessing um, our mission trips. So we've um, tried to focus on that with our youth group. And so our youth group has taken quite a few mission trips in the last probably 10 years, I would say. And, um, and so they've always, almost always fully funded those things or came close. And we didn't think that they would do that just because, um, this was an adult trip instead of a youth mission trip, but we did, we did some garage sales, um, and then had a, like a quarterly emphasis to raise money for that. And, our church was awesome and amazing and just fully funded that for us. And so wow. really um, each person had to put a $50 deposit down and that's all that came out of our pockets. For wow. That. So, yeah. So, that's really cool. So, um, so just, j- just for clarification, you had originally started talking about this uh, with a men's group because you had a passion for, for what you were seeing in the news and, and and that sort of thing. But men and women did go on this trip, or was it only men? Absolutely, yes. Um, one of the things that we had at the meeting was we said, um, well, let's open it up to the entire church and see who would like to be able to go. Okay. Um, and we had, um, we had two ladies come and join us, and they probably worked harder than any of the rest <laughs> of us down there just because... They were doing some landscaping down there, okay. um, and that was pretty pretty hard work and stuff. But yeah, um, I know that the team that was following us was comprised mostly of um, 
you know, uh, uh, mostly women that would come down there and uh, were willing to go down there and work. So absolutely anybody can go down there. So, yep. All right. So tell us a little bit about what you did. Once you got there, um, what, what did you do? Did you build a church? Were you building houses, repair roads? Um, tell us a yeah. little bit about that. So um, we were talking down there, and the lady that we was our main contact, her name was Abigail, and she said they kind of have a four-phase process that they're going through. And the first phase is um, completed, and that was to be able to restore their camp that's up there. They kind of have a situation kind of like Green Lake, but on a smaller scale, where they have this camp and conference center that was there. and it got hit pretty hard because it was up in the mountains and the mountains got hit pretty hard up there. And so okay. the first couple of teams came down there and just rebuilt, um, helped rebuild and restore that camp. And so they were done with that phase and we had the ability to stay there and it was an awesome place to stay. But um, now they're on to the second phase, which is helping to be able to restore some of their churches. Mm-hmm. Um, quite a few of their churches um, were pretty devastated uh, from the hurricane. A lot of them did all right, but then there was other ones that just needed a lot of work as well, too. And so that's what our team did. Um, we uh, went to a church called Iglesia Batista El Salvador, mm-hmm. um, and it was right in um, the middle of uh, San, or actually toward the edge, sorry, of San Juan, Puerto Rico. Okay. And um, they were a church of probably about 50 to 60 before the hurricane, but um, one of the things that they'll tell you when you go down there is that after the hurricane, probably it feels like at least half of the people left from Puerto Rico and that are coming back slowly, but that obviously affected their church as well, too. Mm -hmm. And so um, they had moved their worship service down into um, what we would probably call a fellowship hall um, down there. They moved that down there. And we were just working and helping them get into the process of getting their sanctuary back to a place where it was usable. And so um, we, um, the American Baptist men had been down there at that church previously and were redoing their stage. And so we kind of put the finishing touches on that. They had some acoustic ceiling that was damaged um, because of the winds and the um, rain that got into the church. And so... We helped kind of put the um, railings around the edge of the building so that acoustic ceiling could be replaced. Um, We had a couple people that were on top of the roof and were sealing all of the places where the screws that were in the metal roof were, and then also every place where they overlapped um, sealed those too. They had uh, one major panel from the side of their building be twisted and had a hole put in it um, from the hurricane, and so we um, had to take about a 30 to 40 foot ladder and unscrew all of those and work from the top of the roof and lowered that down and put a new panel in there and then just did some painting and some drywalling in there so that wow. the church could get closer. So it was a big job, but we had a lot of people that were really skilled at the kind of work that they needed. And so God provided in that way. It was pretty cool to see. So, yeah. Nope. And so you mentioned other teams um, that are partnering with the uh, rebuild, renew, restore process. Uh, were they at other churches doing similar work or was this the, the one church that they were focusing on at the time? Yeah. You know, each um, team goes down and um, they're just asking each church down in Puerto Rico 
when they need help and how they need help. And then you'll fill out a form of kind of what your talents are, and they try to partner with those churches with the talents, you know, to see who can help where. And so um, we had a couple that joined us. They were from Amarillo, Texas. Um, But um, they're not part of the ABC, but just found us somehow. And so um, they joined us down there, and they were a joy to work with. But I think she said that before us had 17 teams had come, and after us for next year they had 30 teams that were planned to come so far in 2019. So um, there's still still plenty of work to do down there, plenty of things to do. So. But, yeah, and, and one yeah. of those teams is going to be First Baptist Church of Norfolk. They're going down in January. Cool, very cool. Yeah. So, yeah. so there's plenty of opportunities, and so if a bunch of Nebraska churches want to do this, I mean, it is a wonderful mission trip. I mean, it feels like you're going overseas because you fly over the ocean and stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, you don't have to worry about passports or shots or any of that kind of stuff right. like that either. And so it's a... Wonderful benefit in a lot of ways. Sure. Yep. So if somebody was interested in maybe going on on this and partnering um, with the Rebuild, Renew, Restore, how, how, how did you get in touch with that and so that other churches may know how to do that? So if you just do a uh, Google search of Rebuilding, Renewing, Restoring Puerto Rico, or if you go to the American Baptist Churches um, of the USA, their website, there's a, just a whole section that is dedicated for that, okay. too. And so those are the two ways, the best ways that I did uh, to just be able to link up with that. If you kind of want to see some pictures of what are going on and some of the different things that they've done, you can also go to their Facebook page, which if you just search under the Facebook um, search, Rebuilding, Renewing, Restoring Puerto Rico, that will be the first thing that pops up. Sure. So. And then for you, did you guys take a lot of pictures and that sort of thing? Yes, we'll be posting them online here pretty soon. We were going to do a presentation, um, but um, with the Christmas time season falling so close, we had college students come with us, and they have finals and things coming sure. up, and then different people are traveling for Thanksgiving and stuff. It hasn't quite worked out, and so we'll get that slideshow put together and then we'll definitely post it on our Facebook page at First Baptist Church of Shatter. So, yep. Oh, all right. Very good. Well, that sounds like you guys so, had a really good experience and that it was very meaningful to those who went and I look forward to hearing more about it. Um, can you uh, then, let's just, let's uh, jump into the final question here is uh, just what's next? I mean, where does, where does First Baptist go from here? Where does the Sprock family go from here? What's, what's next for you guys? Uh, just on a personal side, my wife and I are about ready to get on a plane to um, New York City on Friday, and we're going to go um, and celebrate our 15-year anniversary. And my oh. wife always wanted to. See, my wife's always wanted to see uh, New York at Christmas and the Rockettes and yeah. uh, Rockefeller Center and all that. And so um, we did that. And December 2nd, there just so happens to be a Chicago Bears game in New York, too, so oh. I get to go and watch that, too, <laughs> so that'll work out pretty good. <laughs> so, yeah. So uh, Those games are actually in New Jersey, going. though, aren't they? They are, yes, for sure. <laughs> so, yeah, so have to cross the... Uh, cross the bridge somewhere to be able to get over there, that's for sure. But <laughs> Well, that's cool. I've always yeah, wanted to yeah. go to New York City. I've never been there. Yeah, I'll let you know how it goes and stuff, that's for sure. But for a person from a town of 
5,000 people or so. It'll be an eye-opening experience. They got that many people in each building. <laughs> That's right. I know, right? <laughs> so, yeah. So that'll be uh, fun for us. And then as far as the church um, says, one of the things uh, we're kind of digging into and taking a look at is just um, our uh, ministry board and how we look at things and how we work um as a ministry board, or some people call them, uh, uh, you know, like your, just your board of directors or something like that, too. And we're just kind of taking a look at how we do that for our church and kind of looking at the Baptist roots of that and um, also the biblical roots of that, too. And then, um, like I said before, too, I think we're really looking into um, the welcome to the family table process and just being able to see how that can encourage our fellowship in our church as well too so yeah. those are kind of the two big things we're looking at so well i hope that's a helpful ministry for your church and that uh you you find it valuable resource there absolutely and i'll i'll put in a shameless plug for you if you want greg to come out to your church he'll do it and he does a very good job too so <laughs> <laughs> well thank you i appreciate it so anybody looking yeah. for uh learning how to do table fellowship and uh you know, using some spiritual disciplines in your everyday life, then uh, we would love to help you learn that uh, skill of, of welcome to the family table. So, very good. Well, it's been great talking with Aaron Sprock. Uh, if, if our listeners had questions about your ministry or they wanted to know more about your trip to Puerto Rico, um, how could they get a hold of you? Best way to get a hold of me is through my email, which is all lowercase letters, pastor dot or period, whatever you call it, Sprock, my last name, which is S-P-R-O-C-K, at yahoo.com. Very good. And then your church has a website? It does. It's www.fb, as in First Baptist, so fbshadron.com. Very good. Well, thank you for taking the time to speak with us today. It's been a really good conversation, and I hope everybody uh, was encouraged by your experience in Puerto Rico and is uh, looking for ways to connect in their own way to foreign mission trips. Well, it's not foreign, is it? It's just a mission trip. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, and, and maybe participating in Welcome to the Family Table and, and those sorts of things. So, Aaron, thanks for talking with me today. I appreciate it. Great to talk to you, too, and uh, hopefully next year it'll be a Cubs Red Sox World Series, right? So. Yes, that'd be awesome. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, thanks. I'll talk to you later. Thanks. Well, thank you for listening to Mission in 5, the podcast. Keep tuning in as we introduce you to the many church leaders, pastors, and ministries impacting the churches of Nebraska and the larger American Baptist community. Check out the show notes for links and contact information for Pastor Aaron Sprock. There you also find links to the First Baptist Church of Shadron, the Rebuilding, Renewing, and Restoring website, and various social media pages. Subscribe to the podcast at Podbean, iTunes, and Google Play. And while there, be sure to rate and review us so that we know how you're enjoying the podcast and making it easier for others to find us in the future. Send us ideas on who you'd like us to interview for future episodes, and feel free to support us by giving through our PayPal link at www.abcnebraska.com. Thanks, everybody. Have a great day.